Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien, the mindfulinvestor.net, and I'm with Darcy, darcywhite.ca, and Glenn Sutherland, glennsutherland.com, and um, it's good to see you all, and uh, we will be discussing today uh, dealing with your business while on vacation. Uh, Darcy, would you like to get us started with that topic? Yeah, it's a great topic for me because um, I just came back from vacation on Sunday night. So we've taken a bit of a break here and I took a tour of Scotland and came back via Spain. So we're in Barcelona for a few days as well. Um, and this is particularly challenging for me too. I haven't taken a lot of vacations. I, um, If you're a sole proprietor, like uh, the three of us are, um, and I think we're going to be in various points on this curve a little bit. Um there's not a lot of people that do what you do. Um, if you're big, you can start getting people that specialize. Someone takes care of marketing and communications and someone takes care of um, financing or, or these other areas of it. And you kind of set yourself apart or you have some redundancy. I haven't been able to achieve that uh, very well yet. We tried for a while and had a couple plans and different things going. But if you're in a small business, like most of us are, you probably do a little bit of everything. And some of the big challenges are, who signs checks while you're gone or gives authority for expenses and things like that. So a short vacation, one of a week or so, which is what I typically take two weekends and the five days in between. Isn't that challenging? You can get all contractors paid and employees paid. But if you try to go away for two and a half weeks, like I just did, then it gets a little trickier. Who's especially if your other signing partner is your spouse. So if you're both away on vacation now, who has ultimate signing authority for checks? Um, those are some of the thoughts that go through my mind. You know, how's this going to actually happen? Um, I, I like to say I could give you some definite ideas on how to do this really well, but it's still a, a process for me. Um, some of the other thoughts I've struggled with are, do you tell people that you're on vacation? If you're in a service business and you aim to give great service and you're away and you're the primary service provider, either through your managers or yourself, leases and stuff, um, do you tell them when you're away? Um, you know, with the, in this uh, communication world we have now where everything's instant, even if you're on vacation, people expect you to have your phone with you, which has your email attached to it. Now, you could forward your emails or not answer and be incredibly disciplined, but I can't say that I am. Um, so it's really hard to detach. You need to inform everybody. At least that's the way I look at it. You do have you, to you tell them, I'm away. I won't be taking your call. Sorry, bye. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you're you're going to, it's all about setting expectations too. Cause you, you know, we've been working on this with Ari's been teaching us for the last two years, um, you know, to try to, you know, set expectations, set what's reasonable for people to contact you. So if mm -hmm. you like, for me, I have the students, you know, I want to make sure that they know I'm away and I'm, they're, if they're sending me a text or something, then I won't be responding and they're not going, what the heck happened to this? What is like, what has happened here? Same with the contractors. You know, if you'd like, like, for instance, we, even one of my JVs who was paying for stuff, um, mm -hmm. he was going on vacation. We said, hey, we're paying, we're going on vacation. If there is an invoice that's going to be due, due in the next week, you know, send it now because we're, it ain't happening. Right. Um, yeah. Just, you know, everyone, everyone's aware. The property manager's aware. If you're trying to close a property, the title agents are aware, like even not this week while you're off, um, maybe the week after, right that you you know but they're looking for documents and stuff like that so you're like yeah. get it together title agency or you know attorney or lawyer or whatever get this you know we we have to get this done right now because i'm not going to be available for a week um, yeah 
but no, I think you got to tell everybody, right? You, you need to push this away from, uh, sorry, I kind of, kind of cut you off. There, no, no. I think it should be a conversation. I'm still struggling with it because if you're in the middle of a purchase, like for our, in our case, you're purchasing a 40 unit apartment building, that thing can slide over five months from different inspections and things. And you've got a plan for a vacation for this or that. And all of a sudden that's the week you're closing. Um, that's when the documents finally come together and you find yourself trying to find a notary with a fax machine in some other town. I've bought, this is crazy. I've bought photocopiers with scanning equipment on it in Comox and taken them to a beach house and plugged them in and put them on my phone system so I can sign papers because the closing date moved as much as three weeks. And and it's crazy. I mean, they're cheap enough pieces, but my wife's looking at me like I'm insane buying a $230 fax scanner and putting it in, in our camper and then just bringing it home and piling it in the corner at the end. It's cost of the doing business. I bought this shitty scanner. Sorry about that um, crappy scanner. Um, you know what? That out. Sorry, you mom. Do you want to hear the other option to that? Which is, I think my worry, I did it, was even worse. Is I was in like Grand Bend on vacation and there, you know, I was having to get documents signed and everything else. And I was running to Canada Post and getting mm -hmm. them to print documents, paying for them, getting mm -hmm. them and then getting them to sign them, getting them to scan them into the computer and waiting in line between each part of the process. Yeah. So they print it off for me. I go sign it, come back and they'd scan mm -hmm. it for me. Then they charge me like 50 cents per page or something. And, you know, I'm putting it on the corporate card, but I'm like, this whole thing is ridiculous. But my yeah. wife's like, you're not bringing a printer with you on vacation and a yeah. scanner. <laughs> totally done that. Totally done that. And you think things like DocuSign can work and they can work on your iPhone. I know we were had like just to take in a Thursday afternoon to go to the PE. That's the like the Agri Fair or the CNE at Toronto or these kind of summertime fairs. And Karen took a picture of me, like, okay, this is, my family has the this side chat that I'm not a part of, of dad doing stupid things. So there's me with my glasses down on the end of my nose, me paying for meters for parking. There's a picture of me on my iPhone with my glasses down on the end of my nose so I can see signing a deal on DocuSign on an iPhone in the middle of the p &E with people swarming around me with donuts on a stick and deep fried uh, Nanaimo bars while I'm trying to buy a house. It's just, and they're just having a huge chuckle about how ridiculous it is. But it's hard. It's really hard to take time off. And especially if you're small, you're doing like five jobs. You have no backup. Um, and I, I totally have struggled with it. You're going to find this out in our next podcast is about workaholism. And I'm going to share some ideas from my master's work, that, uh, uh, research project that I finished this summer on workaholism. I, I totally struggle with this. Uh, so you mentioned signing for checks. Yeah. How did you solve that? Like you said, what do we do? But you never told us what you did. Okay. So, you know, here's saying it's, you know, don't, if anyone's from the bank listening, we didn't do this, but what we did is I pre-signed some stuff. And oh, again, you went, go to all your suppliers and say, listen, if you want to get paid, you got to get your, your stuff in before this date. Um, you know, your regular contractors, they know me, they know I pay on time. They know I, you know, approve work quickly and everything else. Those guys, guys, those people are fine. Those are, they're good, but it's the, you know, the one-offs, the strange things, the, the weird stuff, you know, dur during this period, we got our annual insurance bill and this is close to $300,000. I'm not leaving a blank check for signed in the office for $300,000, even if it's in the safe. So we just had to contact them and say, you either got to get it in by this date 
or it's going to wait till October 3rd. And somehow they find the resources to get that invoice to us before I left. I wonder Um, if you have like a couple of bank, if you had a couple of corporate bank accounts, mm -hmm. you could like, you know, basically have one that's almost runs like a petty cash maybe. And you kept like, you know, three or five grand in there and then write some blank checks for that one. So that, you know, really there's no one can really take you to the cleaner. Yeah. And you got to trust your people too. That's important. Like my, my manager bought a, um, he's one of my managers bought a thousand dollar fridge because one died while I was gone and he knew I was gone. He just went, used his visa and bought it. Now I hate to finance my business on someone else's credit. I don't do that. But with senior employees, he says, listen, I'll get the points. I'm fine with it. I know you're going to pay me. I always pay them and I pay them quickly. As soon as they present the receipt, I pay it immediately that day. I don't make it. I don't make anybody wait, but he knew he'd get paid and he went out and did it. And I can do that with senior employees, but when someone's new or fresh or you got someone you don't know very well and they don't know you and have, you haven't established trust. That's an anxious thing for him. Am I going to get screwed over? over well, maybe you bucks? have, you, you, you lead one of those senior people in charge, right. And to, for the, the junior people to, you know, ask or get clarification or get the check from, or they can yeah. sign it, they can get the, do the. Yeah. And most of them are allowed to spend, you know, up to three or $500 without approval. They've got, well, I've got accounts at hardware stores and places like that. It's just sort of the bigger ticket things. And things you worry about that require discernment. What should we do? You know, things are going sideways with this thing. What should we do? What I really worry about is block drains and flooding. That's the worst because every water problem is drywall and flooring and anxious tenants and insurance claims. And that's, and there's not much that I can do to stop it when I'm in, in another country, but almost every vacation has been marred with some sort of a flood somewhere. You know? I have a question for both of you. What is acceptable to pack business related things to take on vacation with you? I took my laptop this time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take the scanner? (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. I have like a, 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 a weight limit. Right. And I left room in my bag so I could bring sweaters back from Scotland. So I had to keep under the weight limit. What about you, Ari? Um, yeah, my cell phone and, uh, it depends if the I need to put processes in place, which I'm in the process of doing with Buildium for my rentals. And uh, but because I had to collect rents and I needed to access to Google Sheet, I brought my uh, a small laptop. I have an older laptop, a small uh, MacBook, Airbook, and uh, yeah, that's all I yeah. do. That's kind of what I do too. I take um, a smaller laptop, which honestly. I don't enjoy working on it all. <laughs> so it's like, I just get it done and I don't fool around and go through it because it's just, it's too small. It kind of irritates me because I'm used to a big screen on my desk. Um, and then I like to take a pen and uh, a pen and a pad of paper and then I can just write my, or you do notes on your phone. I do that as well. Right. Um, but sometimes like, you know, um, uh, everywhere, uh, especially when I've been like on vacation mode and I'm in like relax mode, um, like, Ari probably knows a lot more about this than me, but like when you're just falling asleep, I think it's called alpha and you're just starting mm-hmm. to slip in a lot of stuff pops in my head. And if I can just have a pen and paper to write it down and then I can mentally, I can let it go so that I don't have to think about it or remember it because I put it on the pen and paper. It's, it's just a weird thing that I can just let it go if it's on the paper. Cause I can look at it later. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that to try not to do anything. So I put that on my, you know, bedside table or whatever to write my notes and whatever. And still, I, I listen to podcasts and stuff on the plane. So I want my phone, you know, with a new book from audible uh, to listen to, or, you know, a physical book to read. Um, and then, 
yeah, I, I don't want to take my notes and continue to build my course to be as good as possible. Every time I hear some little tidbit on some book, I keep adding to it, right? So pen yeah. and paper or notes on my phone. Yeah, I take my, I've got a Lenovo Carbon, which is a really lightweight 14 inch powerful laptop and it's great for travel. I still resent the extra weight. It's always in my backpack and the overhead, but uh, I take that in a journal, always a book and my phone, of course. But, um, I, you know, the point is you have to take a vacation and it's a rich time where you can recharge and, and, you know, uh, meet other creative people. I met two real estate entrepreneurs that are, you know, 10 X me on my vacation. Um, and got Where to listen you do to that. <laughs> yeah. Like one was on the bus tour in to Scotland and he does brokerage. Um, he owns a bunch and management. So he owns a, a real estate brokerage firm that does management, but he's also got his own portfolio. That he's managing with his own company. Plus he does brokerage and um, stuff. And, you know, it, uh, he, he was just great. And he was a generous guy. He's 79. And I asked him, I said, you know, or his wife said, you know, as prodding him said, what do you think of retiring to me? And, you know, I'm going to be 60 this month. He's going to be 79 in a month. And he just laughed. Gary just laughed. He said, I'm never retiring. I'm, I, I'm having too much fun, which was an awesome answer. And he really is having a load of fun. So I was picking his brain. How do you manage this? But he says, I've got a 17 year veteran that manages my office. It is, does everything I do, I just make sure that she's well-resourced and she can manage everything and she got what you need. Um, that's how he managed it. But I mean, he's 10X my, what I'm doing. So there's some budget for that. Uh, the other fellow I met is, he's running offices out of Barcelona, London, Warsaw, and a fourth place. Um, then the same thing, mergers and acquisition in real estate, selling companies that hold real estate assets. Um, same thing, he's... He just says, I have to take time off. I have to recharge. The work that we do is is punishing the amount of travel. Um, so, you know, the thing is you have to take vacation time. It's just navigating how to do it well. And, and I'm, it's still a work in progress for me. I'm still worried about it because I'm pretty controlling. I want to hand in everything that's going on. I don't know. Like I, I see, you know, you, you, you talk about like vision setting and stuff like that. And I don't see myself like, you know, totally quitting this real estate thing, like anytime soon, but I don't see myself at 80 still doing it. You know, that's going to be a uh, guys, let's not get too excited about that topic because we're going to, we're going way off topic. Okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah. All right. Bring yeah. us in, bring us in. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk, so, talk about your vacation stuff. My last vacation was a, a quick trip to uh, Calgary and um, it turned into a, so the first part of the bit of the trip was in Calgary. So I met some people that I wanted to get together with a land developer who has a course and um, and a fellow uh, investor who is an, an operator for uh, multifamily repositioning them and then selling them. And uh, we've been um, <laughs> accountability together weekly for uh, almost uh, over a year now. So we were finally meeting in person. And yeah. um, I know for myself, this time around, I did not have to do I had to do rent collections because the first the first of what of the month was included. So uh, but I'm working on this because I don't want to be in charge of it. Uh, I, I waste a lot of time recording the ones that are that I've paid, and 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 I should focus. On, my attention should just be on the delinquent, so I can you know see with them what's going on, uh, how how we're gonna take care of it, and 
So that trip, on the way there, no entertainment. Um, my WestJet app wasn't updated, so no entertainment on the flight. My uh, my uh, headset didn't really work. And what I did is I worked at I I opened my phone and I I did big picture stuff, and that I really enjoy that when when I take time off to be able to work on the business and and look at at the big picture. Okay. What do I want? Which should be also an episode we, we could be discussing. So what do I really want? What does success look like? Uh, how do I want to spend my time? I can set up object, I can set objectives, but life is not a dress rehearsal. So I want to make sure that as I'm working through those objectives, I'm already doing what I what I really enjoy doing so that uh, you know I don't I don't I don't I don't waste time. And so I used to I, I do remote property management for a lot of my portfolio. And I've noticed when I tell people I'm gone, uh, the work doesn't get done. So I don't, I don't say it. Uh, I, I, mm -hmm. I handle, uh, I handle it. So what I do is because it's time taken away from my, my, my family. So I make sure either I wake up earlier or I go to bed a little later and I take time aside to, to handle whatever needs to be handled on a day-to-day -day basis if need be and yeah and i'm i'm working to uh, create more processes for rent collections so that it's not me doing it anymore and yeah so i i still i still take care of business while on vacation a, a, a type of vacation i plan to take is going to be a silent retreat a, a week-long silent retreat so Ooh. i need to have my processes in place before then because there's not going to be phone checking or talking to anybody since it's a silent retreat and we'll be meditating all day so yeah so i'm, I'm working on this that sounds cool and yeah a few a few things to say like Buffett says, Warren Buffett, a, a company should be set up so an idiot can run it because at some point one will. And, and I think <laughs> with my business, you know, like in the E-Myth Revisited, you want to put systems in place so that, um, you know, a robot could operate them uh, based on the system. You want to empower the people you, that work for you so that uh, they can they can assist you. And I'm, I have people helping me. I'm thinking at the... Uh, getting a, a virtual assistant to uh, assist with more of the task or the people that are already helping me getting them to do more of the task uh, but yeah systems are are key when you're when you're away and um, it's important to uh, it's a good opportunity to look at the big picture and and recharge it's key to take time off to recharge where you're not st stuck to your phone and um, you leave the phone away and and yeah you otherwise you didn't have a vacation <laughs> yeah that's right well, in Europe, when you're aware, we're nine hours different ahead. So, you know, I was just ending my day when everyone here is starting. So there was some pockets where I could, you know, look over my emails, answer some quick things, forward some quick emails, say, okay, can you look into this? Can you look into that? And keep the wheels rolling. Um, in Canada, if you're vacationing in Canada, the time difference doesn't make such a big difference. But nine hours difference, it makes it impossible to phone from Europe, if you're doing something or it makes it really difficult, you're phoning in the middle of the night to catch people or late at night when your family's trying to sleep, you're having long phone calls and they're not cheap, but you know, there are a ton of apps that you can use, uh, that people don't, uh, uh, dis, um, disparage if someone WhatsApps me, I don't think what's wrong with them. They're not business-like it just, it's a really reliable platform. So yeah, you can make your phone calls on it and you don't pay the long distance. You just use some, uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. 
And it's, you know, I've got a mixed feeling about it. It's, it's not a terrible thing to let people know you're on vacation. It is interesting that, uh, you know, I make sure that all my employees take time off. Um, but you know, boss eats last. So around <laughs> here, that's how it goes. So I am working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating like one of my dreams is to take a month and, uh, you know, have things set up so that I could take a long, longer vacation. I think that'd be interesting. Well, I don't really want to go into a whole nother topic, but like, that's almost sounds like the four hour work week again, right? Take mm-hmm. a whole month off. What's the worst that's going to happen? Right. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Take yeah interest rates will triple, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you, uh, Glenn, uh, glennsutherland.com, Darcy, darcywatt.ca. That's if you want to get more information about us and what we do and uh, Aurelien, the mindfulinvestor.net. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.